0: Now, we're going to read the Bible together, and if you have one of the red pew Bibles about, you might want to turn it up with me. There's not one in the front I can show you, but the big red Bibles here, if we want to turn together, we're going to read a story, a true story from the Bible, a story that Jesus told, and it's from Luke's Gospel, chapter 15, and if you've got one of the red Bibles in the, the seats, then it's page 1048, 1048. So, 1048, Luke chapter 15, and we're going to read the first seven verses, and it's one of Jesus' stories, his parable of the lost sheep. So, Luke 15 from verse 1, page 1048, and when we're reading this, we remember that this is a book that God wrote, and therefore it is true, and we must listen to it. Luke 15. Verse 1, now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering round to hear him, Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable, suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them, does he not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? and believe his words to us. Boys, I want you to put your hand up if you collect something.
1: Do any of you collect something? Put your hand up, let me see. Any of the grown-ups collect anything? No? 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 Well, I want to show you a couple of things that I used to collect whenever I was younger, okay? The first thing is this. This is pogs. Anybody around my age have pogs? Yeah, see a couple of hands. Yeah, yeah. Boys, I have to say, I don't even know what a pog is. I can't remember what it was for. I can't remember what you did with it, but I know that pogs were a big thing to collect, okay? I also used to collect yo-yos. Does anyone remember the Coca-Cola yo-yos? Yeah, there used to be these cool yo-yos, and I don't know. You had to get so many bottles of Coca-Cola, and if you got enough, you could send away and these yo-yos would come in the post, and you'd get a gold one. It was amazing if you had a gold one. Great collection. The thing I collected most was key rings, okay? Here's a fantastic key ring that I used to have. It's a good key ring, isn't it? Yeah? I like it a lot. It's a great key ring. Uh, anyone want to tell me what they collect? Who put their hand up? Someone tell me. What, they, what do you collect? Um, special coins. with th- That actually sounds vaguely useful. Unlike all of my collections, that sounds very good. You collect key rings as well. Brilliant! We can bond over our key rings collections later. Anyone else want to tell me what they collect? Yes. What do you collect? Chicken nuggets. <laughs> we are kindred spirits, my friend. That sounds like the greatest collection. Okay, let me let me show you what my uh, what my son is really into collecting at the minute. Okay, I have a son called Josiah, and he's really into collecting. These match attacks cards, they don't have match attacks cards. Some of you do, okay? So, match attacks cards, look at the many he has, and that's just this year's cards like this. I mean, it costs a fortune to collect match attacks cards, but they're pretty simple. Even if you don't know anything about football, they're pretty simple things. You have a player on them, and then there's all kinds of scores. If you flick on to the next picture, you'll see this is Josiah's best card that he has, okay, despite the fact it's Manchester City. It's the Raheem Sterling 100 club. So you can see over on the side, they've given a rating for all these different things to do with football. And this is a special card. So in the speed category, Raheem Sterling is 100. That's pretty good. And then down at the bottom, his defense is 64, and his attack is 100. And you're supposed to play games with them, and obviously that's a good card to win a game. He doesn't really play games. He just collects them. And he enjoys collecting them. But this card, I have to say, I'm actually surprised I have it tonight because he loses it all the time. Every day, Josiah comes to me almost and says, Dad, have you seen my Rahim Sterling 100 club card? He doesn't really worry about some of the other ones. But this one, because it's so good, he uses it all the time. He loses it all the time. And almost every day, it's as if he can't find it. Earlier in the service we heard a story that Jesus told, and it's about someone who is a collection, but it's not match a tax card. It's a collection of sheep, and one of the sheep is lost. And as we go through the story tonight, I want us to understand how this story shows us how God cares so much about each one of us. And we're going to think a few times about match attacks as we go through. So if you have the Bible there in front of you, you can open it up because we're going to talk about a few of the verses, Luke 15, and we're going to try and understand how much God cares for us as we look at the story. So here's the first thing that I want us to know is that God shows he cares for us by welcoming us. God shows he cares for us by welcoming us. This is what it says in the story they said, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. That's Jesus. Jesus is someone who welcomes sinners and eats with them. The people that Jesus welcomed, the people that Jesus spent time with, they weren't always perfect. They weren't always wonderful. They weren't always the people that everybody else wanted to spend time with. Very often you find Jesus spending time with people that no one else spent time with. And that's why they can say, Jesus welcomed sinners and ate with them. Whenever my son, Josiah, opens up a pack of match attacks, sometimes he'll get amazing cards like the Raheem Sterling or the Eden Hazard. And he'll say, yes, I'm so glad I've got that card. I'm so glad it's part of my collection. Other times, He'll get rubbish cards like these ones that I have here that aren't very good. And he actually doesn't want to spend any time with these cards as well. He's not really interested in having them in his collection. He'll just set them to the side. But but Jesus is different from that. Jesus loves to spend time with the people that no one else wants to spend time with, the people that they describe as sinners. Jesus welcomes them. He wants them to get to know him. And boys, leaders, that's what scouts is all about. Family and friends, that's what church is all about. It's about welcoming people who aren't perfect, welcoming people who are sinners, spending time with them so that they can meet Jesus, so that they can know he cares for them. So that's the first thing. We know that God cares for us because he welcomes us. Jesus spent time with sinners and he ate with them. Here's the second thing we can know. God shows he cares for us by looking for us. God shows he cares for us by looking for us. In the story, if you look at your Bible, it says, won't he go and look for the one lost sheep until he finds it? Won't he go and look for the one lost sheep until he finds it? In that story, the shepherd isn't going to stop looking for that sheep. The shepherd wants that sheep to be part of his collection. The shepherd wants that sheep to be in his fold. And he will go out and he will keep looking until he finds that sheep and until he can bring him back in. And you know, I told you earlier about the fact that Josiah loses that card. When he loses the good ones, again, he's so keen to find them. They're scattered all over our house. They're hidden everywhere. When he loses them, dad, can you help me? I really need to find this. Whenever he loses these rubbish ones here, he couldn't, be any, he couldn't be interested in it. He doesn't want to go searching for them. But again, God is not like that. God doesn't just go looking for perfect people. God looks for sinners. He chases after them because he wants them to come and be part of his family. He wants them to come and be his children. So God welcomes us. That's how we know he cares for us. God looks for us. He never stops looking for us. He never stops searching to draw us into his family. And we can also see in the story that God shows he cares for us by carrying us home. By carrying us home. If you look at the Bible, it says in the passage, when he finds it, that's the sheep who was lost, he will joyfully put it on his shoulders and go home. You see, the picture that we get in this story is that the sheep does nothing. The sheep does nothing. The shepherd goes out looking for the sheep. And when he finds the sheep, what does he do? He picks it up, he puts it on his shoulders, and he carries it home The sheep does nothing. The shepherd does everything. And whenever we think about having a relationship with God, coming back to him and being part of his family, it's the same story. We do nothing, and God does everything. I'm going to draw a couple of pictures, boys, okay? Now, believe it or not, I have an actual A-level in art, okay? but that is not going to be reflected this evening as I draw these pictures. But I'm going to show you, I'm going to draw you a little uh, picture of what my match attacks card might look like, okay? It's not about football, it's just about my life, okay? So um, up in the corner, I've got my Mark Hawthorne here, okay? What a long name to have to write in front of everyone. There you go. Here's a fantastic picture of me. I'm always smiling, there you go. A-level in art, folks, isn't that remarkable? okay? And I'm going to put some readings up here on my little card, okay? So I'm going to put a reading for my thoughts, okay? I'm going to put a reading for my words. I'm going to put a reading for my actions. And then down here, there's a kind of defense and attack. So I'm going to say public, how well I do in those things in public, and then private, how well I do in those things in private. Okay. And I don't know, why don't you do this with me in your head for your little card, okay? How good have my thoughts been over this past week? Out of 100, I mean, they're definitely not 100, I'm going to be honest. Maybe it's a a, a 70. My words, oh, jeepers. I've had a pretty stressful assignment, like, uh, oof! thanks, Michael, for that. Um, My words, how good have they been? Oh, I've got stress, oh. I'm going to say 65, like I haven't been too happy about that. Actions, oh, I've not done, not done too bad with my actions. I'm going to give it a good 85. That's a pretty good score, isn't it? Yeah? Public, mm, yeah, most of, the, most of the things I haven't done so well have been private, okay? So I'm maybe going to give the overall private 60. Public, mm, 72, okay? Think that's fair rating? You don't know my life, so I'm going to say that it is, Okay? Here's the thing, <clears throat> Josiah has a little binder that he puts all, all of his match attacks in, and the Bible tells us that God has a book that's a bit like this. It's called the book of life, and everyone who's been called, called back to him, everyone who's part of his family gets to be in that book, but the thing is, you can't be in that book unless you are perfect unless all your scores are 100. And now, if I look at my scores here on my little card, I think to myself, how can I ever be in God's book? How can I ever be in the book of life? The good thing is that there's another card that is exceptionally important for us, and that's Jesus. I'm not going to draw a picture of him, okay? Thoughts, words actions public private let me show you those verses again that we looked at earlier when we we're thinking about our clean hearts let's put them up on the screen here's some verses from first peter chapter 2 he committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth jesus committed no sin No deceit was found in his mouth. So his thoughts, his words, and his actions, what can we say for the person who committed no sin? 100. Can we do that? 100. 100. 100. 100. He committed no sin. No deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Isn't it amazing what happens on the cross? On the cross, Jesus takes our sin. He takes all of these imperfections. And you know what? He says, I'm going to swap them with you. See all of my scores. Why don't you put them in your card? I'll take all your scores. I'll take all your sins. They can be in my body. And as I die on the cross, they are gone. And as you trust in what I do here, you can be healed. Before God, because of what I do on the cross, you will be seen as perfect. All your scores will be seen as 100, and you'll be able to go in that book of life. You'll know that you'll live with God forever. We do nothing, Jesus does everything. The shepherd carried the sheep home, and on the cross, Jesus carries our sin on his body so that we can be dead of it, and so that we can live, so that we can be righteous before God. How caring is that? How loving is that, what Jesus did for us on the cross? Just like that shepherd carried his sheep home, Jesus carries our sin in his body so that we can be made right, so that we can be in the book of life. One last thing, one really quick thing. How else do we know that God cares for us? Well, God shows he cares for us by celebrating our return. This is what it says in the story. If you look at it in your Bible, he will say, be joyful with me, I have found my sheep. As you read on, it'll tell you that when one sinner comes back to God, when one sinner trusts in what Jesus did on the cross, there is a party in heaven there is a celebration. That's how much God cares for you. That's how much he wants you to be in his book of life, that when you trust, when you put your trust in Jesus, when you allow him to carry you home, there is a celebration in heaven. There is a party in heaven because God cares for you so much. He is so glad that you are part of his family. Boys, I hope as we look at this story, family and friends, I hope as we look at this story, you understand just how much God cares for you, that he welcomes you in, that he'll go looking for you, that he will carry you home, that as Jesus took your sin on the cross, you can exchange your imperfection for his righteousness, and you can be in God's book of life. And when you do that... There is a celebration. There is a party in heaven because God is so excited about having you in his family. Boys, I hope that you understand a bit more of that tonight. And I hope as you go through Scouts this year, you're going to have loads of fun. You're going to learn lots of amazing things. You're going to develop your gifts and abilities. But most importantly, I hope you learn more about this. And I hope you understand this more. And I hope you will come to put your trust and your faith in Jesus, and he will carry you home to God. Let me say a little prayer before we sing together. God, we thank you for this, <coughs> thank you for this wonderful story. God, we thank you for how much you care for us. God, we thank you for the, the truth of the gospel that we do nothing and you do everything. God, we thank you that as Jesus carried our sin on the cross, God, by his wounds we are healed. We are carried home to you when we trust in that most wonderful moment. And God, you celebrate with all in heaven that we become part of your family. God, I pray tonight that we'll not just know that in our heads, but we'll know that deep down in our hearts and we'll accept it, and we'll trust in it, so that we can be part of your wonderful family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.